This morning, if you have your Bibles with you, if you brought them, obviously we're going to be in Luke chapter 2. Let's grab our Bibles this morning like we believe them. Hold them up. This is God's Word for me today. If you want to look up the, the Scripture that, that was read this morning, you can in Luke chapter 2, and I won't take the time to go through and read it line by line and verse by verse, but we'll, we'll talk about it this morning. But I was sitting in Sunday school last week, and, and Debbie said something that really struck me, and it really gripped my heart. And it went something like this, that they acted different because they had met Jesus, or they had been with Jesus. And as I thought about that, as I, I realized there's, there's something different about, about you when you've really met with Jesus. There's something different about you when you have really experienced. When Every year when I read the Christmas story, and I've told you time and time again, I can't help but weep, and I figured it out Sunday because I've experienced it. It's, not just, a, it's just not words uh, in a book on some pages. It's not like I picked up the night before Christmas and read it, but it's because when I read that story, I realize it's something that I have experienced. It's something that I have allowed to be a part of my life. It is something that I've allowed to help me live my life. I've experienced that baby. I've experienced that, that moment in time where that baby came for me. And this morning, how fitting as we are all here together. You know, that was kind of the theme of our day, Christmas Eve together. Together as a family, we're celebrating. And we see in that celebration, as we see in Luke chapter 2, we see in that celebration there were many elements that came to celebrate together with the baby Jesus on that Christmas morning. And this morning we're going to kind of, we're going to kind of look at the shepherds and their role they played as they came together on that Christmas morning. And the first part of this, Luke chapter 2, verse 8 says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. What a great thing when the Lord comes to you and tells you, Do not be afraid. We talked about, we talk about Mary and how the angel came to her, and she said, he said, Do not be, do not be afraid, Mary. Because what is taking place with you is, is from God. And then the angel came to Joseph and said, Joseph, don't be afraid because, because Mary is, is carrying the child of God. And we think, wow, do not be afraid. And then the shepherds, you know, as, as they're out there in the middle of, of nowhere, and all of a sudden this angel appears and says, do not be afraid because it's good news. Don't be afraid because something great is happening tonight. Lord God, this morning I just ask your blessing on our moments together. Lord, as we prepare ourselves to enter into our celebrations, I just ask, Lord, that you would help us to calm down and to realize the celebration is all about you. And that we don't need to be afraid. We just need to allow you into our lives today. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. You see, it does, it does seem like in the hustle and bustle of Christmas that we sometimes miss the mark, right? We always think, well, we got one more present we should have bought. You know, and, and my wife is, is real good about trying to keep dollar figures down. You know, she wants to spend, you know, the same amount on this kid as she did on that kid and this grandkid. So there's always that one more 
little gift you got to buy because you didn't match up, right? And sometimes if we're not careful between that and, and getting the right meal put together and making sure your house is in order and all those things, let's just be honest. Sometimes we're so frustrated that we can't even celebrate Jesus Christ. Is it not, not true? I'm not a liar, am I? It's true. And, and even as Christians, there's times when we need to just calm down and we just need to realize there's a reason. There's a reason the angels showed up and said, don't be afraid. Calm down a little bit. Settle down. There's something awesome that's taking place. <laughs> And I want you to do that this morning. I want you to just calm down and settle down and, and let your mind settle in on the fact that something awesome has taken place. And we're, we're here together to celebrate. And you're going to gather with your families probably in the next few days to celebrate. And when you do that, realize it's an awesome thing that we do. And, and if everything's not perfect, it's okay. If you burn the potatoes, it's okay. There's probably a lot of other things huh, that you're going to have to eat. But and, and, and if, you, if the, the gift isn't perfect, it's okay. Just settle down and relax with your family. Relax in, in the presence of your loved ones. And, and here this morning, relax in the presence of the Lord together as we celebrate what Jesus means. You see, sometimes we're just plain too tired to enjoy it after we've done so much to prepare. And we get there, and we're wore out. Just want to take a nap. How many have spent many holidays taking a nap because you got? By the time it got there, you were too wore out to enjoy. I'm going to encourage you to to enjoy your time together with your family, and enjoy your time together here this morning with with each other and the Lord. You see, it should really it should really make us stop and think when we realize as we celebrate Christmas, we're celebrating the fact that God loved each one of us so much that He would send His Son to die on that cross for us. He would send His Son as a baby and knowing full well He's going to live out His 30 years, 33 years, and at the end of that 33 years He's going to go to a cross, but yet He sent Him anyway. He prepared the way, hundreds of years in advance, He prepared the prophecies that would say my, that, that I was going to give my Son to be a ransom for the whole world. You see, as in Luke 10, the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. All of us that have come together this morning, the good news is for you. All of you that have chosen to be in this place, the good news is for you. But guess what? It goes beyond these four walls. The angel said this good news will be to all people. Does that mean all people have accepted it? No. What it means is that it's available. The good news is available to everyone who will accept what the Lord has done. You see, I, I think many times we, we only want to give lip service or we only want to, we want to do things on the surface, but the Lord is calling us to go deeper than the surface this morning. He wants us not to just pick up the book and read the story, but He wants us to experience what the story is all about. He wants to experience the person that the book is all about. 
You see, it's got to go more than, than picking up the book and reading the story. See, reading, you pick up the night before Christmas and you can read it a million times and it's still not the true Christmas story. You can pick up any book you want to pick up and read and you can read it as much as you want to. And the other side of that is you can pick this up and read it a hundred times and if you don't let it get into you, it's no, no more powerful to you than the night before Christmas. So it's not just about reading it. It's about experiencing what the book has to say. It's about experiencing the person that the book was written about. The good news is for each one, but we must allow it to change us. The gospel matters for eternity, but it also matters for right now. The good news is for everyone, and our response to the good news matters. Verse 17 says this, And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. You see, the shepherds were amazed at what had been told them and what they had experienced because they responded. They were in amazement. Had the shepherds said, you know what? I don't know about this angel stuff. I got sheep out here to tend to. I'm too busy to walk into Bethlehem. I don't know how far it was from where they were on the hillside. I don't know how long the walk was. But all I know is they could have chosen not to respond. And people time and time again choose not to respond. They hear the story. They, they, they read it. They, they, they do all this stuff in many, many times and many, many people are choosing not to respond. But the shepherds, part, just a part of the plan, just a part of the story, but part that is so important because it shows that, that we have to be willing participants in the story for the story to take meaning into our life. We have to be willing participants in, in what is taking place around us to actually, before it will actually make a difference in our life. Now, now you can go to Christmas dinner, and whether you have it tonight or tomorrow or next week or whenever, and you can go there, and you can go really, really hungry, or you can think you're really hungry. You know, us Americans, we really think we're hungry because <laughs> we haven't eaten for a couple hours. But, but, except for those cookies and the, you know, no, you guys don't have any of that sitting around in your house, so. But, but you go and you can go super hungry, and guess what? You can leave just as hungry if you don't eat any of the food. I can sit at a meal that my wife can prepare, and she can sit it there, and I can sit there, and I can look at that and think, man, I'm going to be so full if I, but you know what? I'm just not going to eat today. And I can go away just as hungry as I came to the table. And that's the thing about our life. That's the thing about what Christ has done when He came. He came for all, like we already said, but, he, but the thing is, we have to respond to that. We have to let that do something in our life before that baby in a manger can ever change us. We have to allow it to happen. We have to respond to what He has for us. Our response matters. The shepherds went to see the new king. And not only did they go, what did the Scripture say? They spread the word. 
They let other people know, hey, you ought to see what just happened. You know as well as I do when you see something awesome. Look at Facebook, okay? You see something awesome on Facebook. You see a, a, an elk with another elk's head strapped to it, you know, on it. Oh, that was, that's gross. You see something on Facebook. What do you do? You share it. You thought it was awesome. That, that wasn't awesome. Don't even try to find that on Facebook. It wasn't awesome. Uh, <laughs> but but what, what do you do? You see something awesome and you, you share it. The, what, how, how many times have you experienced something awesome from God and you didn't share? You didn't hit the like and share page. You didn't tell somebody about it. You see, the shepherds, in part of their response, not only did they respond, not only did they come, not only did they witness what had taken place, but they couldn't wait to share their amazement at what God had done. And then another thing the shepherds did, verse 20, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. You see, they came, they experienced they, went, they told, and they worshipped. And this morning, I want us to understand, it is so important in the middle and in the midst of all this wonderful stuff we're going to be doing in these next few days, in the middle of all the, the, the fun that we're going to have, and, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people playing in the snow and, and, and all that fun stuff, in all the midst of all that, and all the presents and all the food, are we going to worship? Are we going to worship the Christ who came as a baby on that day to give us life? Are we going to spend a, just a few moments giving Him honor, giving Him praise for what He has done for us? See, let's, let's just be honest. Does it make us bad people that we get so wrapped up in things and then maybe we forget to do this and maybe we forget... It doesn't make us bad people that sometimes we, we maybe don't even think about giving Him praise. But I just want to encourage you this morning to remember what... You know, you, this statement, I hear it all the time. Well, that's what it's all about. And usually it's something that's like, that's what it's all about. That's what what's all about. But Christmas is all about Christ. There is nothing else that we can... You, you can say whatever you want, but Christmas is about Christ. It's not about the neatest gift you're going to get. Christmas is about Christ. And if we don't worship Him as that, then we're putting Him in a place that's not at the top. I'm just, I, just, I just want us to understand that this morning, I, I, I think, you know, you have, you have come into this place this morning to a family. And as a family, we need to understand that it, it is all about Christ. And we have come together to worship Him. And so this morning as we prepare to leave, as we prepare to move on to the next thing in your day, don't leave Him here. Don't leave Jesus at, at Warsaw Assembly of God. Say, oh man, that was great. I love the singing. I love I all the stuff. And I love being with people. I love just, you know. Don't leave Jesus here. Take Him to your home. Take Him to your celebration. 
Make sure people know that Jesus is the reason that you can celebrate Christmas. After all, you take Christ out of it and it's nothing but a mess, right? That was, I don't know where that came from. That was, that was good. Take Christ with you. Put Him right in the center of your celebration. Let the world know that you are celebrating Jesus. Oh, uh, Carmen sang a song years and years ago. It says, I'm celebrating Jesus. That's what Christmas means to me. Don't celebrate Christmas. Celebrate Jesus. And Christmas will come. And it'll be beautiful. And it'll be wonderful. Celebrate Jesus Christ. Think of the awe and wonder that they must have felt every time they told their story. Every time the shepherds shared that moment, think about what they must have been feeling. A lowly shepherd, somebody that nobody else cared about, and yet they got the birth announcement first. Think about that and let that burn deep within you as you celebrate Christmas this year. Would you bow your heads and we're going to close, and then we're going to do communion. But I just want, as we close this morning, I just want you to, 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 to ask yourself, am I putting Christ at the center of my Christmas celebration? Am I, putting, am I celebrating Jesus, or am I, just, am I just having a holiday? Lord, this morning as we close in these moments, May we truly celebrate you. Lord, may there not be one person in this place this morning that would leave here without a, a, a sense of who you are in their life and without the knowledge, Lord, that they can truly celebrate Jesus Christ as their Savior this Christmas season. And Lord God, as we, as we move from this moment, may... May we not allow your spirit to leave us, but may it go with us as we leave. And may we continue celebrating and worshiping you. I just want you, we're just going to take a moment with your heads bowed and your eyes closed. Just ask yourself Is Jesus at the center of my life today? Lord, if there's one in here this morning that would need to confess to you their sins and turn their lives to you. May they do so at this moment and in this time. May they realize that you have come to give them life and to give them life to the full. Lord, we thank you for that this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to ask our uh, board if they would come this morning, those who are here. Um, Brandon, would you help us this morning, Jared? We, we practice open communion. If you're a born-again believer, we ask that you partake together with us. This is one of the very last things that Jesus did together with His disciples before He, he gave His life on the cross. And so this morning, I thought it fitting that this be the last thing that we do together before we celebrate His birth. So if you're a born-again believer, uh, partake with us. They'll pass the emblems out. Just hold them until we can all uh, partake together. Oh, come, all ye faith.
celebrate together this morning we remember Jesus said as he sat at the table with his disciples on their last their last supper is what we call it but it was way more than that but it was a time when he he gave final instruction and he took the bread and he passed it around and he broke it and he said this is my body that will be broken for you my body that will bear the stripes my body that will bear the thorns my body that will be beaten and spit upon this is my body that I give to you. Every time you eat this bread, remember me. Lord God, this morning we thank you for Jesus Christ, our Savior, who on that day bore those stripes for our healing. And Lord, we remember today on this blessed holiday Christmas season, we remember that what started as a baby in a manger went to a Savior on the cross. It didn't end there either. But Lord, by your stripes we are healed, and we thank you for that, and we eat together this morning. Let's eat the bread this morning. And in the same way, on the same day, he took the cup, he passed it, and he said, this is my blood that will be shed for you. And so we remember today that not only did he come as a babe in a manger, but he came to give his blood, his sacrifice for our sins. And so this morning, let's thank him for that. Lord, we thank you for your precious blood. 
We thank you for this grape juice that is just merely a symbol of the blood that you shed. And we thank you, Lord. We remember what you have done, and by, by the precious shedding of your blood, our sins can be forgiven. And we thank you for that this morning as we partake together. Let's drink. Lord, I just pray over this congregation as we leave today. God, we have heard your word. We have, we have sung about you. But Lord, may it go beyond that today. May it be something that's deep in our hearts as we leave this place. May we shout it from the rooftops, Jesus Christ, the Savior, is born. Protect us as we travel home, God. Give us our great time together with family as we celebrate. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. We do have some little bags of treats for the kids. So you are dismissed. Be friendly. Ha uh, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, we'll see you next Sunday.